Hilchus Megillah Bechanaka, Perek Sheni, Halacha Aleph. Hakaris Megillah Marfeyah, somebody reads the Megillah out of order. It literally means backwards, but it means out of order. Of course, backwards is a very, very strong way of bringing it out of order. Loi Yatsa, oh, sorry. So the Balshedov, of course, explains, page 354, that if a person reads the Megillah as the way, you read the Megillah that it's something of four-time, you know, history, rather than current events, you're not Yetzir, because the idea is to read it and re-experience it in the present. Yeah, thank you for reminding about that, Reb Shimon. Therefore, a person read the Megillah. If he got he got a pasuk, he read pasuk aleph. Then he read pasuk gimel. If he got to read pasuk base, the kara b'sal pasuk sheni loy. Then he read read the pasuk pasuk gimel. The v'chazer v'kara pasuk shacha. And then he goes back and reads the pasuk he forgot. V'chazer v'kara pasuk kish. And he reads the third pasuk. So, for example, reads pasuk aleph. He skips pasuk base. Reads pasuk gimel. And he realizes oh, there, I forgot pasuk base. He goes back and reads pasuk base. He read aleph gimel base. Then he goes to Dalit. Loyatsi is not Yitzhak. The Pasuk Dalit or Pasuk Gimel. Uh, See, that only happened on Purim. You know why? <laughs> right, because you're drunk exactly. See, it's nice. Yeah, it can happen anything. Because he read the Megillah out of order, he's not Yitzhak. Because you read one Pasuk out of order. Allocate says, what should he properly do? You should drop the Pasuk he forgot. Pasuk Beis, uh, and then read as normal this way. He'll read Pasuk Gimel two times, but at least he's going in order. Halacha Beis. If he finds it different, he finds it see, but they read they read half the Megillah. Now he comes in and they're up to halfway through, and it's very important to read the Megillah with a minion ideally. But nevertheless, Liam, they should not say I'll read this at least the second half with the minion. The Now go back to read the first half by myself. This way, at least I read the first second half with the Tzibur. You should not do that. That's because you're reading it out of order. And the Kaidog Mitchil of Atsev, I'll say you'll read the whole thing from beginning till end in order. If you read a little bit, then you took a break, you read some more. Even though you read, you waited the amount of time it takes to finish the whole Megillah theoretically. In other situations, we would say that it's a problem. Certain halachas, for example, a person reading Shema, and he stops reading because there's feces in the room. And the amount of time, uh, yeah, I believe so. It says uh, live 227, oh, the timer's on. I never noticed that before. So, um, and it's the amount of time that it takes to finish the whole Shema, you had to stop because you weren't allowed to read the Shema. In that case, it could be a problem. Over here, what's the tongue? Over here, because, um, over here, because, over here, even though, thank you, you waited the amount of time it takes to finish the entire Megillah, since you ultimately read the whole thing from beginning to end on Purim day or on Purim night, you are Yetzim. Even, even though you were doing other things in the middle? Yeah. Yeah. There's no Achiv. There's no Achiv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're going in order. That's the main point. Right, exactly. Okay. Right. Now, the problem with the bracha, you shouldn't do that, but the Etzim obligation of reading your Yetzim. Gimel. Read it by heart, and then I'm just talking about case you read the entire thing by heart, not just one pasuk. We'll talk about that about one pasuk later. You read the whole thing by heart. You read it by heart. You can't read it by heart. You're saying it by heart. True. You're, 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 I translate it. You're, you're, um, uh, you know. Somebody reading it by heart would mean the Megillah is in front of you, but you're not looking at the words. Right, exactly. Haloyes, which is also problematic. Yeah. Haloyes, someone who does not know Lashon Kedush. That's what Haloyes is. Hishamas Hamegillah Aksuva Lashon Kedush. Right. He heard the Megillah, which is written in Hebrew, regular Megillah, the Chasavah Kedush in Hebrew script. 
So he basically, a regular person is not from who comes to Chabad to hear the Megillah. He does not know what's being said there. He feels the obligation. I, the whole idea is, you should know what's going on. But since Lashon Kedesh, and that's the main language of Jewish people, this is, this is interesting. If it was written in Greek. And over here, the Greek means the classic Greek language, which we don't know today anymore. Shama, and you heard, it was written in Greek, and you heard it in Greek. And the truth is, according to the Mepharshim, even if it was you, it was Hebrew characters, but, well, yeah, but you transliterated. You transliterated still, as it was written in the Greek language, and you heard it that way, even though you don't know Greek. So Greek has a status in Kedesh, and that's a very interesting, I'm not, I don't understand fully, completely, but the point is that once they translated the Torah into Greek by, the, by Tom and HaMelech, so therefore, the Torah assumed the status, the Greek became a language of Torah as well. And, the, and regarding Megillah, which is the Rabbanon, the Chachamim said that it's the same thing. Now, the truth that Rabbanon himself says elsewhere in Hechaz Tefillin, right? Oh, exactly. Hechaz Tefillin says that even as if a Torah can be written in Greek, we don't know that language today. It's a very interesting situation. I don't have a full clarity over how this works exactly. Okay. Even the person hearing the Megillah was someone who speaks Hebrew and does not speak Greek, still has the same status. So Greek and Hebrew are two languages where you can hear the Megillah in any lang- whatever language you speak. Dalit. What if it's written in English? If it's written in Targum Aramaic or a different language of the nations of the world, not your obligation if it's being written when it's read that way, if, even, if it's, even if it's written that way, only if you speak that language. So if you speak English and it's written in English, your obligation. And it's Kapach writes that he has a Megillah written by Rabbi Sadiqin in Arabic. Okay? Oh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. It has to be written in that language. You cannot use Hebrew characters for other languages. For Greek, you could. For English, it has to be written in English characters, apparently. Um, so now let's, let's put that into Europe. So if they have it written in Yiddish with Hebrew characters... So, but, but Yiddish, the characters are Hebrew characters. I mean, it's, a, it's an invented language, so... Um, and same thing with Ladino. Yeah. Unless he means when he says could be when he says Yeah, no, he means that those characters Okay. Maybe it And as you're looking at the letters in front of you, you're translating it out loud to the crowd who speaks Aramaic. Loyas doesn't count. That's essentially reading by heart. Since the person reading it does not feel his obligation, if you're hearing it from him, it doesn't count either. So you're standing with a Megillah, Kasha Megillah, you start saying in English, it was Nitzach HaShverish, doesn't count. Hey, Kavana. Some reason Megillah without Kavana. Now, what does that Kavana mean? Let's translate it simply. He did not have a mind to fill the obligation. He has a said, he goes to Tahol Tanakh every year, and that day's limit, he has a proper a proper scroll. That day's shir happened to be Megillah Festa, and he's read the whole thing from this Megillah. He's not yet. Cain said, for example, okay, he's writing it, or he's darshaning, or he's, he's uh, uh, correcting a Megillah. So he's giving a shir in Megillah, and he has a open to Megillah per morning, he reads the Pasuk, and he explains it, and explains it. And he reads, uh, reads another Pasuk and explains it. So, so, uh, so the halacha is not yet. Um, so, 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 so
If he had in mind that when he's reading the Psukim from the Megillah, he's doing it for the mitzvah, then he is Yetzir. Ah, he's giving a shear. But when he reads the Psukim from the Megillah, he's doing it for the purpose of being Yetzir. If he didn't have Kavana, he's not reading the Megillah. He wants to, before he reads the, the Mitzvah, he wants to read the Megillah and he wants to and, and, have, and, and, and give a drush on it. In that case, he's not Yetzir because he didn't have in mind to have Kavana for the mitzvah. If he reads the Megillah while he's falling asleep, so in that case, even though he's falling asleep, he's nodding off. He didn't fall asleep completely. Now the Mepharshim say that applies to reading the Megillah. Because you're ultimately reading it, even though you're stickled, you're, you're like, you know, sleepy. If you're hearing it and you're falling asleep, that's the problem. More problematic, definitely. When do we say, If you have in mind, when you're writing the Megillah, you're Yetzir, because as you're writing it, you are articulating what you're writing. You have in mind to fulfill your obligation when you're reading the thing you're copying from. It's a complete Megillah. Exactly. So you look at the part you buy him and you write it. Because if you have in mind, Excuse me. But you says Avalim Miskavan? Avalim Miskavan Lutz is Bdiazu Shekaisa. But me says Loyla, but me Lenin Miskavan it says. Shekasov, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. In other words, I'm having in mind, as I'm writing my Megillah, I'm reading what I'm writing and having in mind to be Yetzir. That's a problem. You has to be written when you read the Megillah. When I start so writing, you, the, ha- you have to read it from the Megillah that's already kosher. <laughs> exactly, it's full. If you're having, so it if you're reading it from when you're writing, it's not finished. Exactly, exactly. Zayin. <laughs> I read that. I thought I didn't say it. Okay. Right. Zayin. There's a few other things in this pack. Could be a different. Thank you for pointing it out. Okay. Zayin. I carry some Megillah. Someone who reads the Megillah. But Tony makes. It's it's the Rambam's most yeah exactly. But it's again it's the most it's the most recent it's it's the, it's the it's the Lachar the Rambam's final version as far as we know. Again, there's a sikh in the back of this Rambam. The Rebbe explains why. Those who try to take this Rambam and change what the Psakim of Halacha are based on what the Beis Yosef may have paskined, had he seen this version, are incorrect. But are incorrect. Yes, but that's another story. Okay, Zayin. Hakaris Megillah. Parashim reads the Megillah. But Tani makes a mistake. Because while he's reading Yitkav Kara and Kriya she reads a Mishubeshes, which is like a distorted Kriya. The Rambam says Yaiti is Yaitze. If you should aim a doctor in Kriyasa, you do not have to be a doctor in, 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 in the Kriya. In other words, as long as you read some majority of it, Kasha, you get to. Now, other players can argue. And what about Trump? That's for no, sure. No, not Trump. He's talking about reading words. Yeah. Oh, you, read it, you read it wrong. Yeah, yeah. So there are obviously other places can argue. And, and the Chachila, we, we try to be careful that if a person makes a mistake that, that uh, changes the meaning, to go back. But the Ram holds you to be the standing or sitting, even if it's in the tzibur where you're supposed to stand because of kavdat tzibur, but you're still yetsi if you're sitting down. Okay, you should not read it down sitting sitting down in public in front of the congregation for the tzibur because it's not a respect to them. If two people read the Megillah simultaneously, even ten people at one time, the people reading it and those hearing from them are Yetzir, because since the Megillah, normally it's a problem, but since the Megillah is something which is chav, which is precious to us, so you're able to concentrate on what you're hearing, even though there's multiple sounds at one time. Giving an Amma machine and people learn on the other side of the shul, it's a little more difficult. If you're learning Megillah, it's possible. And here he says, even a Gadol with a cotton together, 
over here, Lechayda, if you're hearing the cotton, you're not Yetzir. When it's two Kedolim, two people who are adults, is one thing. Here, even nevertheless, even um, still, even though you have one person who is a cotton, since again, the Megillah is something important and it's, it's close to our hearts, you will make sure to pay attention to hear the God, the adult, Ches. Um, yeah, sorry. I, 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 what I said just now, thank you for pointing out. No, I feel that Tzibur meaning even if, if, normally speaking, having a cotton read in front of the Tzibur is not to cover that Tzibur. It's not honorable. Comes to the Megillah, it's not a problem. That means below Bar Mitzvah? Um, no. The cotton cannot read for the Tzibur because he's not a Bar But the word is that a, a Godel with a cotton together, you, it's not a problem that the cotton is reading with the Godel because you'll concentrate on the Godel. And it's not a problem to cover that Tzibur on Because you have the Godel. Because you have a Godel and. and but the question you is, can yeah, yeah. Why is not a problem of cover that? See, I guess if a god will be mistaken. The question is, can 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 somebody be blown from mitzvah read the megillah for the public? No, no. Because I mean, well, sorry, most people say no. There are some people who say since megillah is rabbanon and chiluk is rabbanon, so the child is for adults. But for example, that some shoes for mafti. They, 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 in public, in, uh, using a Megillah, which is in among the Ksuvim. You have one scroll, which has all five Megillahs, or has the whole Ksuvim. Exactly. Or has the whole Tanakh, even. That should not be used in public for the community. In Karl Yatz, if you did, you not Yatz, because there's no recognition about the uniqueness of Purim. Or if that section of the scroll where that parchment was was shaped differently, you should have recognition that it's unique. In that case, you are Yitzchak. If you're reading for yourself, you could uh, you could could use such a scroll, even if the parchment is identical. Because it's only when reading for other people you want them to uh, you want them to be recognized that this is this is unique that the, the Megillah should have its own recognition. Um, Megillah has to be written with ink, proper ink, like used for sefetera, on parchment, which is called Klaf, different types of parchment we have in the sefetera. Sefetera, well, you, kind of, you, you have the parchment, exactly, this, when, you spread, when you separate the parchment, there's like a thinner layer close to the skin and a thicker layer close to the hair. If you, if you write, if instead of using proper ink, you use gall nut juice, the kankantum, which is translated as vitriol, which I think means it's made from like rust or, or other kinds of um, of uh, no, not dyes. It's like a, what do you call when, what do you call when copper gets uh, oh when copper metal gets brown. So that from that, that, that it says it's a mini deal. So it's a type of type of ink. Okay. Yeah. it's kosher. Now normally you shouldn't use those because they don't erase. If you make a mistake, you can't you can't fix it. But if it be damaged, it's kosher. Kosher v'shami. It's if you use other kinds of colors besides black of these types of inks. So it's possible. Tzicha sirta kateri atzma has to have sirta, which is those lines, the ruled lines of kateri itself for each line. However, unlike a sifatera. The uh, parchment is not required to be uh, to be worked into parchment. The skin is not, not, not required to be worked into parchment. The shem mitzvah or the shem megillah bechal. Hoysik, you go buy parchment from the local goyish dealer and make a megillah out of it. No problem. Hoysik suva alanayir ala shenim uba. 
Uh, Niyar, thank you. On paper or on or on skin, which is not working to parchment. Or on any other surface, right? Or was written by a guy or by a non-believer. Sula again, it's possible. Yud. Now we said before the Megillah has to be whole, can't read it by heart. What if happens? Some of the letters are rubbed out or they're torn, like the, those parts of the school are missing, right? The mouse ate, ate some pieces of it. If the residue of it, you know, is, uh, is the trace is, is, is visible, I feel but even if it was the majority of the Megillah that way, it's kosher because you have the, you have the, the text in front of you. Unlike a Sefer correct. If the uh, tracing of it is not discernible, you do a if the majority of the Megillah was there, then it's kosher, right? 51% is there, it's kosher. The lab, if not, it's possible. If you read from if the Sefer Pasha wrote it and he didn't even, the first, exactly, it's not that it was there, got erased. He didn't put in the first place words or letters. Therefore, the reader just goes by heart. Again, it has to be the majority. Majority of it is there. And the possible talk about what happens if the whole Indian missing, it's more problematic. But the concept is if one word is not there, it's okay. Which is why, even though we have different Nuskhais in the Megillah, and we read, we read the other Nuskhais by heart, but you have to read it, even if the right way is the other way. If they have the it's 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 kosher. The Megillah has to be has to be sewn together. They're all attached together as one, right? Having a notebook, it's not a, it's, it's a problem. Then this Paris has to be sewn with sinews, veins. If you sew it without getting use the regular thread, for example, or fishing string, so it's puzzle has to be has to be sewn in that fashion with getting. You did miswords, I get to sell it. Yep. That's right. It seems like the quality of the material has to be similar to the cautious of the Sefer Teda. But the writing is not anonymous. But the quality of the parchment is interesting. But we'll see, we'll see what's that. You don't have to do the entire thing with getting like a Sefer Teda. Ella filotofa, I'll be getting the Shalosh be emsa, the shalosh be asheni, kshedes. Right, but the point is you're using the same material. It doesn't have to be the shema. Shedim pleshim, it has to be called Yeah, because it's called the which means a letter. So therefore, you be a biasifetayr. That has to has to be. I guess I don't remember exactly. Has to be the whole way if you went through. Right. The whole set, the whole. Here you can make, you can tack it here, tack it there, tack it there. Right, top, bottom, middle. Yeah, okay. That's the. The two gevilim were unsung on the top. Is that a psalm? I don't remember. Exactly. Is it a psalm? I don't remember. And if it is, how far down? Um, the Ramam talks about that. I don't remember that Allah Lamai said. I mean, the Ramam talks about Sefer Teh. I forgot what it says there. Okay. Yud Beis. I've seen the bottom now. Sometimes the bottom. It can be either on the bottom or on the top. It's something very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yud Beis. Talk about Chris. I said. I said. I said. The Balkri has to read the names of Hamas ten sons and the word I said. Right. Mishmachas in one breath. Everyone should know that they were all hung and killed together. Now, Jewish trivia. How were Haman's sons killed? If you say they were hanged, you're wrong. They were killed first. It says afterwards they hung their corpses, as I said, in order to intimidate the Goyim. So they were all hung and killed in the reverse order together as one. 
No, they didn't die from hanging. That's what I'm saying. They, right, they were so killed. They, they were killed what? By sword or whatever. Sword, strangulation, I don't know. And then they hung their bodies as a demonstration. That is right. It says the Megillah very clearly, right? It's a meaning among all Jewish everywhere. That the person who reads the Megillah reads it and spreads it out like a Geras. Does it say the words by Yilaharis Hanes? No. Okay. When he finishes the Megillah, he rolls it back up completely. He makes a bracha. We first say a bracha, and then we roll it up. And then I'm about to explain why. Okay. It's a famous minig that everyone says their own. says before the Balkhari, we all read Homeland's 10 signs together, one breath. The Rakhishav explains because the Balkhari can be aged to you, the reading, by you hearing it. He can't be aged to you, this Indian of reading it in one breath. He can't breathe for you. You gotta breathe yourself. So every yid has to. Has to read it in one breath by themselves to be mekayim this Indian mishima achas on their own. You're gimel. Correct. Correct. Shnei yom these two days shenaba also v'chemisha also which is so here really good gimel is ready to begin at the end of hilchas megillah now we're going to hilchas purim b'chalal. These two days shenaba also v'chemisha also the fourteenth and fifteenth of Adar asur and behespid v'tainus and now they make a eulogy or or a public fast day l'chol adam michal makom every person every place. Whether it's the Sephid. Okay. Yeah, same word. Uh, whether it is the people who are in the in the city walled city is that Tesvav Adar is their Purim, right? Shusham Purim. Bain Livnei Adar Shein Oisin Abaros Levad with the people who only do do Dalit. So for us, for example, Shusham Purim, you can't do a Hesped, you can't do, and there's no fast days. And vice versa, people usually lie in, they can't make a hesped on Yudal or other. These both days, Yudal and Tazvava Asr and the fast day, both in other Aleph and other Beis. The people in the small cities, that we said yesterday, they could read on the Monday or Thursday, which precedes Purim. That day, Monday or Thursday, which they read the Megillah, which could be Yudal, Aleph, Yudbej, Yudbej, Gimel, Adar. They could do a Hesperitinus, but assume Hesperitinus, but the Udalitus Vav, when they're not going to read the Megillah, they're not going to do Hesperitinus, because that's the actual Yomtif. So the Yomtif is the day. The reading of the Megillah, Chazal, were able to negotiate with Pichav Kaviachot, you know, as you could do other days. Udalitus. Now we go into the other halachas of the day of Purim. So, 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 they can't say Purim tomorrow. It has to be today. Not allowed. Okay. That's okay. So, right? Did you guys going to say yeah? The mitzvah on Yudal for those besides reading the Megillah, it's a mitzvah on those on Yudal in the regular cities and those uh, in the walled cities on the fifteenth of Adar. Simcha should be days of happiness and partying, rejoicing, celebration. Festivity. Uh, Mishnah is translated best as festivity. Festivity, yeah. Um, okay. Mishloach money is three Sending gifts to your friends, to your fellows. And, oh, sorry, money is more, not, not gifts. It's more like uh, um, portions. Thank you. Uh, to your fellows and gives to the poor. 
Now, obviously, the third time of is not the content of the year. It means Melacha like doing work. Because even though it's not appropriate to do work because it detracts your concentration from the nature of the day. It doesn't mean it's not appropriate to do a lot of fire. That's not the point. The third time of is not the content of Melacha. Melacha here means the concept of doing work, every, everyday activity. Say again? Any no, she made computers also malacha here because that's not appropriate on Purim because because it's, it means it means it means it means not the third nine malachas. It means things activities which take away you from the from the. So if you're if you if you're a stockbroker, you shouldn't be by your computer all day on Purim. It's not that's what he's saying. It's not appropriate. Yeah. Forever. This means from that work, not bechlal, but hopefully. But I think some people argue that lavdafka. Okay. Those who live in the small villages, if they gave zakat to the poor on the day of their reading, correct. But ideally, it should be unimportant. But it could be on the day they read. But rejoicing and festivity. Okay, interesting. That makes sense. The launch of the Megillah is like that. That has to be done. You dalid. If you make it earlier, it doesn't count. If you make this at night time before Purim, it doesn't count either. So it has to be during the day. Now, um, so it has to be during the day and during the day. Good. Erev Shabbos. So, so, so some Lubavitch Rabbanim hold to make a dafka in the morning. You're not supposed to have a meal of Shabbos, and some say to make in the afternoon. You can make in the afternoon Pere because smapa, <coughs> even without Peres Let's see. But the idea is you have to start it before. Uh, um, what is it? What's the time? So again, but then uh, some people say this, but not a problem to even make an hour before Shabbos because it's a Sudas mitzvah. So yeah, I mean, do what you, you do what your Rav tells you. All right, Tesvav. Um, Paris map is, is, is not so posh, so that's why it's, it's better not to do that. If, unless again, you have to, if you have one person to make come to everybody, maybe it's better. But that's like you know, okay, whatever. That's a sheer question. Although by the they never had somebody do it, but sometimes, sometimes, right? The reason why it's not ideal is because it's a big shaila if you make hamaytzi on the challah, because you're already washed. Now you're making kiddush, so it's not so posh. So therefore, either you're not going to, either you'll say a bracha, bracha la'tala. Maybe or you chal tana brachas. You have one guy there who, for him, it's not a shadow because he didn't wash yet. He can make a way to everybody. Maybe it's you know a better a better way around it. But okay, all right, tezva. What's the shadow again? That what? If you have to make a way to the challah, because you wash before you eat in the challah, now you stop eating. What time? Did, what time did you? Uh, Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Wash, Doesn't matter. No, no, because if you wash, if you if you take a meal before Chazal, you bench. No, no, you bench. You bench. You bench. It's four in the afternoon. You make, you wash this for him. Now now it comes six o'clock at Shkia. You're gonna stop and make kiddush. Now you're gonna make. Now you're gonna eat some more challah. Well, minus, you're part of smop, you yeah, saying. But, oh, part of smop. So that's yeah, why. That's, 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 that's the question. Okay. 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 That, 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 yeah. I'm saying, yeah. but if you bench, then you went and Where's then the no. so that's the Where's the muck in the to make the suda by Yim and that little. You may mishteva simcha. You may mishteva simcha. Yeah. So, anyway, for more on the topic at hand, look in the Alter Shulchanach and Reisha and Aleph. It's Kiddush Alter talks about Peres Mam. Okay, that's enough. Kate says, Chayvus Yisrael, what is the nature of the obligation of this meal? What do you eat? What don't you eat? Sheichal Basar, you should eat meat. 
The second Sudan no, Kifia Shatipsi Yadi, you should make a nice meal according to your means, right? Don't go into debt for it. Vishayashi Yain, you should drink wine. At Shishdak, you get intoxicated, be your daughter, and you'll fall asleep. Vishayashi, based on your intoxication, because if you drank, drank drinking that much wine. The Chain Chayav Adam Mishlech. Until you go to sleep. Yeah, fall asleep. So he said, doesn't the whole thing of Atala Yoda by the Rambam is. He doesn't say those, that, that low. No, but yeah. I'm saying, when you go to sleep, sleep it's Atala Yoda. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, but Shulchan Aruch, he used Lashon Atala Yoda. Until you pass out. Now right, exactly. Sleep. Exactly. I'm saying, it's from the Rambam that Atala Yoda means just. Okay. You pass out. You pass out. A person has an obligation to send two portions of meat. Two kinds of foods, cooked dishes. To other, other, any other kinds of foods to somebody else. Shinemar it says, the Mishlech Marai is sending gifts of food in the plural, that's why he says two times. Each to air one man to his fellow. So Ruvain says to Shimon, two foods, Yechashalachmanas. Shteimanas, two gifts of food, the Ishak, two portions, the Ishak to one person. So Klotz Kash is, so take a meatloaf, cut it in half, that's two. That's where the that's where the concept comes from. It should be two different types. But that doesn't say the word types. Okay. The person I'm talking about is portions. Exactly. Oh, exactly. So it could be you, you, that the two types, if identical, it's 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 also okay. But again, the pas can talk about two different species, two different. Uh, I mean, the the concept of two different brachas is a myth. An apple and an orange is fine. Fish and meat is fine. Either either both shahak or both the eights. That's not, that's not a problem. So one, two minimum. Right. Whoever, oh, have two no, that's above no. Oh. Whoever sends to uh, to say, whoever says a lot of gifts to many friends, Shachmanus, Meshubach, he's praiseworthy. If you don't have it, you can't afford to. Change with somebody else. I give you meatloaf, you give me meatloaf, and we each have meatloaf, and we didn't lose any money. Perfect. Each one sends his meal to the other one. And he sends his meal to the other person. The idea of sending shalachmanus to your fellow. In fact, the Gemara says there were two Amoraim who did exactly that. Tess Zion. No, 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 not the marbe. Let's say you have two people, right? Reuven and Shimon, and they they, they, they cannot afford. I have only one portion of food. I'd have to have a, a suda. Each of them, each of them, they're both. Each have one. So, so I have to choose. I have to either have shalachmanus. I'll give you shalachmanus. I can't. I'm not going to buy what to, what to eat for the supporter. I have to support. I'm not going to have what to give shalachmanus. So the answer is Reuven gives Shimon. Shimon gives Reuven. They switch. Tezayin. Chayav lechal. So it says, it says in the Gemara that two Amorim actually did exactly that. Tezayin. Chayav lechal leklanim. But Purim Purim also has an obligation to give stocker to the poor people on Purim. In Paiskin Mishnei Aniim, not less than two Aniim. So Mishalach Manis is one other person at minimum. Yeah, when it comes to the Tosavinim, it has to be two separate poor people. Right. Well, again, the Shulchan Aruch specifies two different kinds of food. Yeah, yeah. No, but not two different brachas. Not two brachas. A hot dog and a hamburger. Yeah, apple and orange. A beer and a beer and a mashup. Because people are mad with the So we said brachas is a myth. Yeah, it's a myth. 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 It's one, uh, excuse me, you give, every, give, every poor person you give one gift of uh, a gift or a money or money, I mean a tasha of food, I mean a chon, or types of different types of uh, cooked dishes or foods. So the poor person you give him cash, you can give him uh, cooked dishes, you can give him whatever you want. Shemar says, gifts to the poor people. 
Plural. So it doesn't have to be money. is two gifts, the shnanim to two, two, two people. No, it doesn't have to be cashed out. You give it, you know, the, the pasuk talking about, if you give shalach manis to an oni, can you call him two birds at one stone? Two kill, you, you, one shot. Okay. So some say yes, some say no. When it comes to giving that money on Purim, we're not, we don't scrutinize. Ella, call a patient, whoever sticks out their hand, to give him, you give him. You don't change the money that's collected for the sake of Purim for other money. The poor people do whatever they want with it. But when the Gabbai collects Zaka to give to poor people on Purim, that can't be used for for Moyes Chitin. That's for, has to be used for Purim. Yudzain. It's better for a person to give a lot of gifts to the poor than to have a fancy suddam. Or to give Mishachamonis. Exactly. You see people buy these people, these big Mishachamonis. I have an uncle who was passed away, but he's very wealthy here in Kranitz. So I saw Mishachamonis, he got from people these big, massive things with chocolates, mices. It all went to 1414, okay? No one needs your $5 dollars So my aunt's are getting smart. She started, she started Baruch Hashem giving like to the high lifeline, like, you know, or to the other, other mices, like $100 donations to each person, saying them a thing, and you're schus, I gave this. Yeah. All right, right, right. I, I personally do, I give people a granola bar, a can of Coke, and a safer. That's what I do. That's my, a book, a safer, a safer. A safer. All right. She ain't some simcha gadelam into fire. I give a scratch off. She ain't some simcha gadelam into fire because there's no greater splendorous joy. Ellen the shameach levanim rather than accept to make enjoy the heart of these poor people. The same in orphans, almaris, and widows. The gerim and the gerim who don't have any families, family support. Right. Those who make happy these people. People who are downcast, the Shekhinah is like the Shekhinah, Shekhinah Pasuk says, regarding the Shekhinah in Yeshaya, to revive the spirit of the lowly, and to revive those with broken hearts. Yud Ches, calls to Vyanavim, all the books of the Nevi'im, everything after the Chamesh Chomsh Teirah, Chalak Suvman, all the writings of the Ksuvim, Asidim Libotam Mishmashach, and Kambotam Mishmashach comes. Doesn't mean they're not going to exist, of course, it means that their significance becomes minimized, because it says in Chazal that the Chamesh Chomsh Teirah are not Sinai. Everything else, and Yishtef Yishu could be also, was like also, you know, not, but everything else was a result of the Nevi'im having to come and tell the Yidin, shape up or ship out. If we didn't do the wrong thing, we wouldn't need Yishai, we wouldn't need Yimyo, maybe the Nevuas of Yishai. Shy beginning of the gula, like upon him, it's uh, it's it's things that it's so become the gula comes out, it's been fulfilled, it's insignificant, exactly. Chut Miguel Sester, the exception Miguel Sester, it's going to be forever significant, like the Chamish Chosheda, Chaloche Shel Teshua Pen, and the laws of Teshua Pesh, Enon, uh, never never nullified. Even though all remembrances of any misfortune is going to become nullified, Shemart says in The pasuk says in Yeshaya that all the difficulties from before be forgotten and be hidden from the eyes. So, which means that all the difficulties Purim was the start. The part of the story is not so pleasant, not the beginning part. The Purim will not become bottle. Shemart says. These days of Purim will not pass in the Eden. They'll never end from the descendants. So, um, 